Welcome to That's What Ni、nee、Said. I'm Ni,、nee, a mother and an entrepreneur. This is my journey to find a footing in life, well, at least try to, and what I have to say about it. Hey everybody, how's your week? I think you can tell from tone of my voice, my week has been a little better. Well, not better, just you know, struggling a little less. Well, the struggles are not really different. It's just as time moves on, I kind of care about it, I stress about it a little less because it's not gonna change. So, fun thing this week was that after much deliberation, I really, really, really wanted to be the better person and not do it, but I installed. This computer game, some of you might be familiar with, called Civilization Six, and I've been playing. The first two days, I was like, that was my digital opium den. Like, I went in there, I could not come out. I was lucky. I actually had a Monday of nothing. Like, I didn't need to. I didn't have any clients booked. I didn't need to be anywhere. And my daughter start was starting swim class. So honestly, apart from having to leave the house at a certain time. So I just had a whole day of nothing. So I dove in, and oh my god, it was so hard to pull myself out of it. And I made the situation as uncomfortable as possible. You know, I was playing on, a, on my work computer, which is on a standing desk. I have the choice; I can sit down and just readjust the monitor, but I just kind of I choose to not sit down, not let myself be too comfortable. So I'll be. Sinking even deeper into creating a civilization, which oh, such an awesome feeling. But anyway, so I still did. I think Monday, how many hours did I do? Probably somewhere around five or six the whole day. You know, I felt so guilty about it, and I was because I haven't played the game for at least three years, probably even longer. Because when I was pregnant, I was playing a lot of Fallout. So it's been four years since I played the game, and I sucked at it. Oh man, I made all the wrong decisions, and I was so cocky. Like when I was setting up the game, I chose a、uh, realistic world map because that's how I wanted to be. I hate those random maps where you just kind of don't have a grasp. I'm not very imaginative. I want to live out my fantasy of creating my own empire. That's the whole point of the game, anyway. And they have a lot of very interesting culture. And I was just like, you know, just just for fun, let's just choose America, because yeah, sure, America started 500 BC, right? <laughs> so I I chose to play as America. I chose the map to start at a historically accurate spot. So you know, otherwise you can choose the real world map, but they can put you anywhere. But for for this for this game setup, and this is a new feature at the time, I think you can actually start where this culture historically started. So I started on the East Coast on the North America continent, and my neighbor was the Aztec culture, and I thought I knew the game very well. You know, I was like, you know, I I know what to do. Come on in and start building. You can choose your difficulty levels, and I chose the one above standard. So it's just a little harder. Nothing crazy. You're not gonna start with barbarians piloting airplanes, but a little more challenging. I thought I could deal with it. I could not. I went to I went you know six hours I played till like eighteen something almost to the twentieth century, and I was like oh phew, I don't know this is looking very very grim I feel like I should restart the game 
then the next time I play that, I actually restart the game. I did parcel a few more hours throughout the rest of the week to start a new game, and I did do better and this and that. <laughs> but it's just interesting. Last night, as I was playing, as I was wrapping up, as, you know, it was my husband's night to put daughter to bed, so I had another extra hour and a half to play my game. And as he was telling me come downstairs and this and that, I lost the game. We weren't even in the 20th century yet. I don't know what happened. So I switched up my strategy. The first time I played, I was wasting my time scouting around, trying to explore the continent and then see what resources is here or there. And then second time around, obviously I already know what's there. I didn't waste my time with scouting. I went into building right away, went into expanding right away, did much better with expanding. Like I actually went all the way to the West Coast. I actually had something in the Midwest. I actually had something up North. So I'm pretty proud of that. And I was going and going and going and all of a sudden, because the game has an objective, you know, you can kind of set it differently. You can have cultural victory, you can have financial, military, that kind of different, different victories. With this one, I just kind of let whatever system preset it was, I didn't change. So I, I didn't even pay attention what the real objective of the game was. And I was playing, I was going, well, and all of a sudden the game ended. It was like, you lost. And then they show you this video of a, um, basically a destroyed city, a city in pieces. And then, you know, paper flying th across the street, empty street, that kind of stuff. And I was like, what happened? And... <laughs> And this is, again, the computer did it. I didn't set up anything. I didn't even put that much, again, I didn't put that much effort into exploring and scouting. Once I built one frigid, I just sent it out, let it explore, right? So I met different cultures, but we're not, it's on a different continent. I don't care. I didn't do any kind of espionage work on a different continent. Or I started, I started with France because their whole culture, like personal characteristic is Black Queen, operation they're really into espionage and this and that so i just kind of did a little bit of counter and then <laughs> the game was won by china by a, a economical and cultural victory <laughs> and it was just such a slap in the face i was like oh man the computer knows what is up but i mean all jokes aside i mean if you really look at what's happening in real life economically they can but the government, I don't know what they're doing. They're, I, I mean, I know what, what they're doing. But it's just as somebody who is not in a ruling class, you just never thought that your life would really be treated as a pawn to play whatever game they are playing. And what is happening in China is, you know, outside of the cold COVID thing, they are working on rebalancing some of the societal issues. And one of the big things is that educational resources have always been very scarce and very unfair. It's always it's concentrated in the big cities. The gap of quality is very significant. I mean, it's not unique. It's not like we don't have here in the States, right? So over the years, it just kind of made created this imbalance that there are really good schools that everybody wants to get into. So, and then it's the same here. You have school zones, so housing market around that school, within like maybe, I don't know, 20 miles of the school, just became insane. And it's more insane the bigger the, the city. So the government started cracking down on that. They're trying to pull these good teachers out of those schools and then scatter them around somewhere else. They're making them rotate their, 
they are absorbing private school because some sometimes you have a very successful of franchise a private school and then good teachers go there. They're trying to absorb those schools into the public school system. They already from a few years ago they already very severely restricted and opening of any new like charter or private schools. So they're taking hold of this. So the direct result of that is people who used to own properties around those schools. Now all of a sudden their property is not as valuable. And my family is directly impacted because my dad bought a house in a very good school district when I was about to go to high school. And being a shitty kid that I was, I actually didn't get into the high school that they wanted me to get in. And it was so competitive. It was impossible to get me in. Like, even if he's willing to pay, even if he's willing to make a donation, quote, donation, he still couldn't get me in. That's how shitty I was. <laughs> like, like, you can pay to make up up to a certain amount of scores that you're missing. I was missing way too much. So there was just like, nah, it's not going to happen. But he already bought a house there. So with that property came with, I think it was two quotas for students to, to go to that school. And then once those are used, this property is, they don't, it's not like if you sell this property to someone else, they automatically get two more brand new quotas. No, once these quotas are used, this property is done basically. But I didn't use mine. So our our property still ha had that value because whoever buys it can send their kids to school there. And then the government slashed it. And now it's just an apartment. And like, uh, it, it still has it, its advantages. It's a good, you know, very well developed area. Lots of things, very convenient, this and that. But the biggest attraction the biggest the most important factor which of its value which is the schools is now as good as gone we don't have any say over it they just implement policy whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it and um obviously my mom is not happy about it but you know it, it really is one of those things like let's just get rid of it i'm i'm, I'm not gonna move back you have your apartment. You don't need this one. So just let's just get rid of it. So I'm busy with the paperwork, helping her with that. She's going to have to deal with that all by herself. I, I, I wish I could be there to help, but I can't. I don't want to go through, at this time, two years, almost three years since the beginning of the pandemic. I still have to go through 20, at least 21 days of quarantine before I can see my mom's face. Fuck that. I'm sorry. I just... It's so, I, I don't have the time and money to do that right now. Nobody does. And then, you know, the economy in the States is so shitty right now. We're, we're, our assets here are kind of shrinking a little bit too. So, uh, not great, but I just not happy about what the government is doing to my family. And then playing the game and I have this surprise defeat out of nowhere. It's just, it seems like the universe is trying to remind me this is, don't try to run away from reality too much. Like you can't run away from, even in a fucking game, I'm being hounded by China. But I really love that game. I keep telling people, like a lot of people know about this game. A lot of people have played it, but it didn't really seem to register with them the way it registered with me. I'm not a good student. I had never been interested in history and I have never been interested in other cultures past. And civilization was the game. My, again, my husband introduced me to this game. 
that was the game that kind of made it interesting, made it made me curious about other cultures. Again, especially for a younger person, it puts perspective into a lot of things. Like, oh, we want, we all want world peace, this and that. Let's just share everything. But when you are actually running your own territory, you can start to see why people get tunnel visioned and start to not be willing to cooperate and start to get dictatorial, start to get violence. You are a bigger person if you can work around it, if you can see that in yourself and choose not to act that way. Great. That's a, this is a learning opportunity for us to all understand why people do the things that they do, realizing any kind of nonviolent cooperation is a very difficult choice that takes a lot of, you got to develop yourself first. If, you, if you're not strong, you're just wishing that other people are not going to come and take your shit. Good luck with that. I've always advocated, like when, I was, when I'm talking to parents whose kids play video games, like, play Civ, play Civ with your kids, talk through everything, make decisions together. Talk a military strategy, talk economic strategy, talk scientific stuff. Like you can, they can see this is how technology progressed, right? And then I'm not saying, oh, you learn everything in this game. No, it's a great starting point. Like if I had this game when I was in junior high, this game is fun, it's educational, and it's a great starting point. And then you can, you can multiplayer in the house. Or just do single player, but you can work together to kind of achieve your objective and see how hard it is to actually manage a country when you really have to think strategically on a national scale. I hope this game will still be around when my daughter comes to age and then we can play it together and then try to beat her ass with it. <laughs> she just got me so mad. So that kind of brought me a little bit of joy, that brought me a little bit of relaxation and then Give me a little more gas to kind of go into a new week. Yeah, God knows I need it. You know, speaking of gas, it's, it's been at least, I want to say 150 two, every two weeks that has to go into gas. I don't earn that much. So that's it. And then I try to take care of these kind of things myself on the money that I've pulled in. So it's just like, oh man, half of, half of what I've got is just going into, going into gas. I get more stipend than that just being a, a housewife, you know? Oh, and then a really fucked up thing that happened to me this week was that I got a ticket for failing to move over. I'm not going to go into too much detail with that. And then I'm, I might have to hire an, an attorney to help me settle this. But it, I have a very, very strong suspicion that I was entrapped. Because we, I, I kind of analyzed... The situation um, by myself. I've since discussed this with a few friends because they're more experienced with living in the States. They have more experience with dealing with this kind of situation and then getting their opinion. And um, obviously I have no evidence to support it. If I had a dash cam, I meant okay, next month I'm getting a dash cam on my car. I don't want to start making stuff up in my mind and recalling quote details that may not be there because you know we know our memory is not super reliable but i really gotta start having physical evidence for these kind of things like especially if you ever come to north carolina again i love my small town i really love the people the connections i've been able to make here and the quality of life it is what it is it's sufficient for me right now wouldn't come here in my 20s wouldn't come here again until i retire probably because we probably wouldn't 
these days here again in my husband's line of work. Before you move here, or as soon as you get here, research the fucking laws, man. This state has some weird-ass laws. It's antiquated. It's, it's, it's just... Mm, it's really... Again, I understand when you are trying to manage mass, you have to set your rules according to the lowest denominators. You can't expect everybody to have common sense. You can't expect everybody to be a sensible driver and this and that. I understand, but it's still really so stupid when it happens to you. And then again, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit this. So first of all, I have never been let off with a warning. I've seen it on TV when you have a pretty girl, you know, she pulls her top a little lower and this and that, bats her eyelashes, and then, like, the officer's like, you know what, don't do this again, and then she just drive off. Never fucking happened to me in real life. Again, not playing the race card. That's the last card in my deck. I don't usually play that card. Even when I was younger and slightly prettier, I still never really, I'd been pulled over and I got whatever I got, right? It's always minor shit, I Anyway, <laughs> the day of, after I got the ticket, I was like, I was looking at myself in the rearview mirror. I was like, should have put on some makeup. But still, I would have made, made a difference anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that's kind of wired into your brain as a, as a female. And then something happens, your first reaction is like, oh, I should have done better. Like, it has n nothing fucking to do with me. Again, the situation I was in at the time, I'm curious whether the officer that pulled me over had anything on. I think they have a dash cam, right? I want to see evidence. I want to see what I did. Like, I want to see whether there is any kind of mismatch in my mind because I was trying to get away from responsibility. Did I make up shit that I didn't do? Or was I really contracted? It didn't feel right. And then even when I was explaining to the officer, I didn't know this was a law. And also, like, there was, I was being really careful. There was no way anybody would have been in danger. I don't see why they couldn't let this one slide. I just, I mean, again, not telling them how to do their job. I just felt like my situation was a little precarious. So we'll see how that turned out. I'll keep you guys updated on that if you're interested. I had this very strong urge of fighting it in court, representing myself. I have received some friendly suggestions that I don't <laughs> find representation. And let someone else, let professional do the job because it is what it is. The whole ecosystem exists for a reason. Or maybe the whole ecosystem is the cause of this existence. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking to myself here. But yeah, it's a interesting week. Eventful. We had four swim lessons with my daughter you know, after school. It was a little hectic, but, you know, we make it work. Just kind of mad as well start getting used to it, you know, because when she start going to kindergarten, we have more other things like gymnastics and things that I'm planning on. And, you know, we're just going to have to get used to doing sports, either picking her up, meaning that which means ending my day of work earlier, having fewer hours to be able to work. Picking up earlier or... We just have to rearrange our nightly dinner routines and such. So um, it's, it's, it's good. There's no pressure. It's not like it's a competitive sports or anything. 
um, seeing, getting her into the water, and then you know it's a it's a pretty big pool, and then they they set up different areas. So she's she's doing parent and child, and there are slightly older kids doing you know level one, level two, and seeing other kids learning how to swim. It's it's very interesting, and um, just watching older kids and then imagining, oh man, in a year or two that's gonna be her. Seeing them talk to each other, seeing them kind of trying to deal with the challenge that they really don't want to do. Like they still, some of the kids still have the same mental hurdles my daughter has. And then just seeing how, kind of give me and kind of manage my expectation. Like she's, it's not like they're not going to get over it, but this is something that might take them a while to get over. It's um. It's 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 interesting. Like I I did definitely definitely looked at my phone quite a bit when I don't have to be we my husband and I, we take turns to get into the water with her. I definitely not gonna say oh I watched my daughter I didn't didn't my, didn't take my eyes off of her for a single second. Definitely did probably half the time I was on my phone, but still the whole reason we're taking turns. There definitely are more devoted parents. Both of them are in the water, but they're. It is. I think it's quite quite a bit younger, but um. So that that's been fun. I was talking to some more some other moms about youth sports. How like it's a commitment. It's dedication from parents' side to want to provide these kind of opportunities and support them. And it's it's fairly. I'm glad it's fairly common practice. And then I really do agree with the theory that. This supports their mental, physical development and our social development as well. So I definitely will just fucking suck it up and do it. I'm so glad I have a little bit of computer gaming time back in my life. Good to see my former self a little more, but also realizing I can make better decisions. I definitely look at quite a few things because before, because the game is so automated, right? You don't want to pay too much attention to it. You can just be passing time with the game, really, and watching things play out. But this time, I had a little more resolve to really analyze situation and make better decisions. I think this. Probably benefited from me actually trying to build my own thing and quote run a business. I am doing work, but I haven't gotten to the stage where I am building a business yet. I'm still working on.、It. I always feel like oh, it would be so much easier if somebody could just take my hand and show me how to do everything, because it feels like every other person I meet have some kind of either family connection, influence, friends. Somebody who kind of can help them, give them a head start, and I don't really have that. But I also know there are a lot more than I can imagine. People who kind of started something on their own and had no help whatsoever, and had to fight this, fight this loneliness, fight the self doubt, fight the setbacks. It's living life in real time, not living life in my own head, not living life in my fantasy. You know, the, again. This is my first time living in America. Like when I was in China, I probably wouldn't really have a chance to start my own business because I would a hundred percent receive support and sponsorship from families and friends, and that would a hundred percent influence my decision making in terms of how to develop my business, and that would a hundred percent impact the health of it. Yet again, take away because it's so much easier to lean on someone else. 
it would take away opportunity for me to force myself to do the hard work that I'm like what I'm doing here. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I guess this is just this. It is my life. There is no getting around. There is no wishing things were different. If I keep on wishing before I know it, a decade would have passed by me and then I would have achieved nothing yet again. And I cannot accept that. Hopefully, I'll have more fun things to share with you guys next week. Since summer is happening, we're definitely decided, even though guess is expensive as shit, everything is expensive as shit, we're, we still decided, you know, we're not going to do anything luxurious, but we're still going to try to have fun and do things this summer. I'll report back, so stay tuned. That's what he said. <laughs>